Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. All eyes on Mariupol, a moving report on a 12-year-old's move to Ireland, and a distasteful comparison to Brexit. It's Monday, March 21st. Here's your News Fix. In terms of the latest lines on Ukraine, a lot of the focus right now is on the city of Mariupol in Ukraine's southeast. Russia gave Ukrainians a deadline to surrender the port city in return for safe passage out. Ukraine rejected the ultimatum, which was to surrender by 5 a.m. A BBC News report suggested roughly 300,000 people are believed to be trapped there with supplies running out and aid blocked from entering. A Ukrainian journalist noted that 80% of Mariupol's infrastructure has been damaged, 40% of which cannot be rebuilt. BBC News put that estimation at 90%. It's really worth noting here at this point that the majority of the city's citizens are Russian-speaking. There are also reports of some of the city's citizens forcibly being moved into Russia. US officials said the reports, if true, are unconscionable. In terms of what else in Ukraine is making headlines this morning, more than 10 million people have fled their homes since the invasion began in late February. This number includes close to 3.5 million refugees who have fled the country and millions more who are internally displaced. It's worth noting here that of those who have left Ukraine, approximately 2 million are in neighbouring Poland. A Sky News report said the capital city of Warsaw's population of 1.8 million had increased by 17% due to the number of refugees arriving. Also, President Zelensky went viral for voicing a video about the war and its impact on Ukrainians. In just 14 hours, it has been viewed more than 2.2 million times. In it, Zelensky concludes, yes, Ukraine was beautiful, but now it will become great. It's in the newsletter, it's worth a watch. Also, what's worth a read is Tom Friedman's opinion piece in the New York Times. It's the headline, it's now Putin's plan B in Ukraine versus Biden and Zelensky's plan A. One of the most powerful quotes from within that Tom Friedman piece is, quote, Putin, I suspect, is thinking that if he cannot occupy and hold all of Ukraine by military means and simply impose his peace terms, the next best thing would be to drive 5 or 10 million Ukrainian refugees, particularly women, children and the elderly, into Poland, Hungary and Western Europe, with the purpose of creating such intense social and economic borders that these NATO states will eventually pressure Zelensky to agree to whatever terms Putin is demanding to stop the war. It's linked in the newsletter, and if you have time, it's definitely worth a read. Also, in another recommendation, if you watch one thing today, let it be this moving Channel 4 news piece about 12-year-old Yeva, a Ukrainian refugee celebrating her first St. Patrick's Day since arriving in Ireland. One of the most powerful and poetic sentences in Porrick O'Brien's report is green, made up of blue and yellow this year. In a look at what's happening today, the US has determined Myanmar's military has committed genocide and crimes against humanity against the Rohingya. According to a CNN report, US Secretary of State Anthony Blinken will make the announcement later today at the US Holocaust Memorial Museum in Washington, DC. As the CNN report noted, the violence against the Rohingya, a Muslim minority, led to nearly a million people fleeing. There's a Vox report that we included in today's newsletter. It might be from 2017, but it does make for a very helpful watch all about this story. In other news we're keeping an eye on, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has been in hospital since Friday. According to Reuters, the 73-year-old judge had flu-like symptoms and was later diagnosed with an infection. He's expected to be released in the coming days and we'll keep a close eye on this for you. 
Now, when a photo tells a thousand words, last week, Syria's president Bashar al-Assad made a historic visit to the UAE where he was hosted by Sheikh Maktoum. The Times said it was Assad's first visit to an Arab state since civil war broke out in his country 11 years ago. The Biden administration was said to be profoundly disappointed by the meeting, which was not publicly announced. In societal shifts, Wales has introduced a ban on smacking and slapping children. The law came into effect this morning and makes all forms of physical punishment against children illegal and will include visitors to Wales. Now, in a look at Twitter trends, David Beckham is trending online. Why? Well, it's because he allowed his Instagram account to be used by UNICEF to show the reality for a doctor working in Kharkiv, Ukraine. Beckham has 71.6 million followers. Also trending online is Boris Johnson, and that's because the British Prime Minister sparked fury and was condemned for comparing the people of Ukraine to those in Britain who voted for Brexit. According to BBC News, he said Britons, like Ukrainians, chose freedom. He then went on to cite the 2016 referendum as a recent example. That's today's fix. Have a great day.